0: ¿Qué te loco? No, ni a
1: 2020 coming up on the program today enter the mega colon plus slicking your pussy up with virus infected phlegm bronies are still around and still in international embarrassment and teenagers are harassing birds on tiktok all coming up today i'm a human being this makes my pussy throb just thinking about it boy pussy boy pussy boy pussy boy
2: are you on the
3: internet isn't that for techno geeks with spreadsheets okay i love
1: shit man i love shit it's the distorted view show with tim henson yes tim henson back here with you for the wednesday show got a great one for you today you know uh here on the podcast we've talked a lot about um all of our sort of like early misconceptions regarding sex when we were kids you know stumbling and bumbling through puberty Figuring out things like how to masturbate. Some of us did it the wrong way. Flicking the heads of our dick. Rolling the shaft like you're trying to form a pretzel or make a Play-Doh worm. I'm not saying that's how I did it. But that's how I did it. Uh, I've got a story here. This is a bit of a confession. Found on the internet. And I'm reading it to you on the program so you know it's a doozy. This was posted by someone named Tibia Girl. It all started when I was younger and I got my first cold. I was drowning in an ungodly amount of phlegm. See, I don't like where this story's going already. Uh, I'd try and cough it out, but the thick mucus would tack itself onto the inside of my throat, making swallowing or spitting it up impossible. I became determined to spit it up so I could investigate what made it so sticky. I coughed and coughed until a giant loogie came flying out of my mouth and into my hands. It was huge and almost like a yellow stone encased in phlegm. I pinched it with my fingers. I rolled it out, smeared it on my hands. What is it with kids just loving slime? To this day, kids are fascinated. You know, they make their own slime. Elmer's Glue has a line of their own slime. They call it Elmer's Goo. Even they are cashing in on that phenomenon. I guess it's better than playing with your own phlegm i pinched it with my fingers rolled it smeared it in my hands and smelled it i was so fascinated by it kids are gross soon this became a daily ritual coughing up as much phlegm as i could the cold came and went and i found my regular mucus less interesting as i got older i think the sheer fascination by the whole event sort of carved itself into my sexually developing brain how snot freaks are born. Ting. Fast forward to the budding romance that is puberty. I discovered porn, and I noticed in a lot of mainstream porn, the girls or guys would spit in their hands, and then rub it on their genitals to lubricate it. I tried this and found the spit to be thrilling, but I longed to have a fierce cold. <laughs> yes. So I could experiment with that thick phlegm. In the meantime, I researched what foods and drinks made my spit thick. What made it smell? What broke it up? It would be great if this story ends with, now I'm a doctor. I found out I had a real interest in the internal workings of the human body. I have a feeling the ending is not going to be nearly as productive or happy. Um, So this, you know, she wants to get a cold, basically, so she can produce phlegm. I figured my best bet would be to wait until someone got me infected. Someone at school finally did get sick, and for an entire week, I was their best friend. (laughs) until I became ungodly ill. I was allowed by my family to stay home from school while they went to work. This was exactly what I wanted. I spat and I spat and I spat and I collected it all into a cup (laughs) or phlegm jar. There were some ones I was rather proud of in there. I still felt awful for my cold. My plan was to divide it into portions and rub it onto different parts of my body until I ran out and I needed to fill the cup up again. So I was kind of spitting up on my lower back, propped up, and I tried to pour out some of the spit collection, but seeing as how it was thick, it all just poured out in one giant blob. It overflowed in my hand and it got all over my stomach. I decided to just go with it and I started smearing it onto my stomach and chest. The smell of infection was powerful and unpleasant. What a great line. The smell of infection was powerful and unpleasant, but the slipping feeling of my hands running over my body-made lubes uh, stimulated me.
4: Like, just mix
1: lube and lotion or something if you want that thick, slippery feel. There's got to be some recipes you can follow to make some uh, artificial phlegm, right? Anyway, I kept rubbing it in, and eventually I masturbated with the slime until it started to dry out, at which point I tried to wash it off. The experience had essentially solidified this as a fetish that would follow me throughout my life. See how children ruin their lives with their poor choices? We now fast forward to her in her 20s. She's in a shitty apartment all alone, and she remembered what she used to do as a kid, you know, with the phlegm. I started choking up my spit as fast as I could, pouring it into an empty beer bottle. Trails of goop streamed into the bottle. I was getting excited just collecting it. I didn't even fill the bottle up very far, not even halfway. I got too horny and I just started spitting on myself, onto my chest and stomach, letting it run down my body and collect at my pussy. I masturbated so passionately. Something about accepting the dark aspect of myself I kept hidden. I came so hard and I fell asleep. Guys, we know how that goes, right? The next day, I woke up and I decided to start feeding into my fetish. She's a new woman. I still had that bottle of spit from the night before, and throughout the day, I spat into it. By nighttime, it wasn't exactly full, as I had a busy day. A few days passed, though, when the bottle was finally filled to the brim with my liquids. I got myself a little drunk before unwrapping the spit bottle I had collected. It was old and thick, a bit discolored now, too. I think the warmth in the air almost fermented it. It stank a bit like sour milk. I got into the bathtub, and instead of pouring it down my body like I normally would have, I was so desperate to feel the slime fill me up. (laughs) I got on my knees and started to fuck myself from behind with the bottle. I could feel the slime spill out into me. The more I thrust the bottle, the more the old spit emptied into me. It was pouring out of me with each thrust. I was so blindly passionate. The smell was overwhelming, like a mixture of sour milk, rotten eggs, and garbage. But I didn't care. This was my passion project. (laughs) Something I waited all week for. The sludge trailed out of my pussy and ran down my legs. I was making such a mess, but it was worth it. I worked myself up for orgasm, and when I came, I could feel my pussy tightening around the bottle. I kept going, making myself orgasm repeatedly. I just loved feeling my personal lubricant inside of me. By now, there was nothing left in the bottle. All of it had been inside of me. I started to push it out, and a big blob came out with smaller mucus bits trailing behind it. It wasn't until I stood up and a big collection of phlegm was released from my pussy... Did I truly feel this sick sense of perverted fulfillment? I played in it a bit more before washing it down the drain. The end.
4: It's sextastic.
1: No, it is not. Actually, it is. This was like a drive-by sextastic Tuesday story. You weren't expecting it. Came by, hit you fast, and now you do not feel well. It's going to take a while to recover. Let's move on and check in with a U-tard that uh, has been absent from our lives for a while. I'm talking about Thursday Lane, the little retarded black kid who just desperately wants white guys to fart in his face. You remember him, right? I've got a new video, and in it, he seems to be upset with old white dudes. I don't know why, because in all of the past videos, that was the type of white guy he was looking for. He specifically called out the ugly and the old yes he wants them all to just fart on his face but now he's mad at them let's find out why body i want you to know i did not cut off the beginning of this video thursday lane did that himself like he just starts talking before hitting the record button body
2: i just want to let you know before i come back in a few days if you're dealing with an old narc whether you want to stand up to them and physically or maybe verbally, let them know whether your grand whether they your grandparents or you're seeing them as a date or you live with them. Let them know. Unless you want to tell that, unless you want to help the, unless you want to be part of helping the economy to give back people their money and help people get their check that they haven't got, let them know. Shut up and butt out. Either you could tell me to shut the fuck up or let them know their place. And, Cause more likely these are baby boomers and more likely they're, they're, um, they're either gonna be baby boomers or they're gonna be the great figure But let these older in our nose, let these older. In- what? I don't understand anything he's saying here. It's more likely these are baby boomers and more likely they're they're um they are going to be baby boomers or they're going to be the great sancher figure. boomers or they're going to be the great sancher figure. But let going to be the great sancher figure. Be the great sancher figure. Be the great sancher figure.
1: The great sancher? I don't know what he's talking about. And even prior to that, I'm I'm still a little fuzzy on on what he's trying to convey here. This is par for the course with Thursday Lane, though. It's one of the reasons why I stopped featuring him. I couldn't understand what he was saying. I think he's saying, like, look, if you've got an old white guy in your life, and who doesn't, you just got to make it clear what your expectations are. You want this person to help you monetarily? Or are you just looking for an old man to fart in your face? Just be clear with them. Baby
2: boomers, or they're going to be the great salted fisher. But let these older our nar- Let these older nar- no Let these older narcissists know whether you're dating them or their family members to shut the fuck up, mind their business, and know their place. And throw up in their face the economy that they fucked up. Let them know that because these old narcissists they got. Did I,
1: did I just hear? Her? <laughs> A smoke alarm They fucked With low batteries <laughs> That they fucked up Let them know yeah, It's in the background there But you can hear it, it
2: Because these old nars. They got the How they gonna say Respect your elders But they gonna butt in They gonna make it their business But they gonna be ringleader leader of drama uh, Spreading your business As they spreading your business Cause right now they say Oh honey child Oh you could tell me But you the same one That fucked up a lot You the same one That fucked up the economy Right
1: so, Thursday lane Getting
2: political Shut the fuck up These are the way to shut these old darts down if you're dealing with them. Throw it in their face about the economy. All right, deuces, y'all.
1: Deuces? I don't think he knows what narc means, and I don't think he knows what deuces mean. Speaking of delusional freaks, I found a really interesting YouTube channel called Brony Autism Archives. This guy has went ahead and collected years worth of videos of bronies doing really embarrassing things with and to their My Little Pony action figures. Let's call them dolls. Yes, it's 2020, and bronies are still a thing. I feel like they're dwindling in numbers, though. Is that cartoon even on the air anymore, or or is that wrapped up? Maybe that's part of the problem. For those of you who don't know, uh, bronies are just, they're, they're guys. Like adult men who are in love with My Little Ponies and some, most, take it to a very uncomfortable extreme.
4: EXTREME! For instance,
1: uh, the first video I have to share with you is a brony's date with Rainbow Dash. Just to set the scene here, we've got a romantic dinner. There's even a candle. Our brony protagonist is on the left side of the table, and across from him, sitting down on the table, is Rainbow Dash. And I don't know what they're eating, but their their plates are full of something. Oh
4: Dashie. I had a really great night tonight. It was okay. It was really good getting to know you more. Mm-hmm. I, love, I love talking with you. I, I really love being around you. You're such a great mayor. You know, I had a... A really good night tonight, you know? Everything went just as planned. Perfect. Oh, really? It went perfect? You think this is perfect? Okay, I stepped in mud. You didn't help me clean my hoof. And then we get to the restaurant. You open the door. You just walk in. You don't hold it open for me. I don't have hands! Took you a good 10, 15 steps before you realized I wasn't behind you! You need to work on your skill, Your gentleman skills. You know, the food was great. You know, the spaghetti. again great for you not even a side of hay for me but that's okay don't ask rainbow dash what she likes what she wants to eat i have to bury my face in this plate of pasta i got marinara sauce all in my mane Yeah, the the wine was delicious i guess low tier boon farm shit look it's getting late i gotta get up early tomorrow you getting all frisky all shaky what what <laughs> I'm kind of nervous, you know There's and something I've been Wanting to ask you all night Oh, please don't do this I've just been Kind of nervous about it and Oh, no, 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 no you know, It's hard to find the right moment And I think now is the time I'm not ready for marriage If maybe you'd like to have sex with me later What? You know, I really No, I don't think so You're I... gross Oh You're very gross
1: Oh, I see Holy shit, I think he just got shot down. Keep in mind, this is an imaginary relationship, so even in his mind, his brain can't fathom the idea of this kid not being a virgin. I- I'm sorry, no, 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 it's my fault.
4: No, actually, it's my fault. I shouldn't have asked that, I went too far. take me out on the date and you give me spaghetti, what, am I supposed to fuck you and return us out what this is? Am I a prostitute to you? You think I owe this to you? And STOP CALLING ME, DASHY! Dashie, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I took it too far. Yeah, you did. Look at me. I ahead of myself. Way ahead of yourself, bucko. DASHY, it's I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, No, 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 I'm, no. I need a moment myself. I, I'm just gonna go to the bathroom. Give me a moment, please. Yeah, you rub one out in the restroom. <laughs> Calm your fucking self down. Okay. I don't know if I'm gonna be here when you get back. Who asks for sex like that? Dating a fucking dork.
1: There's a lot of dorks in the fandom. As a matter of fact, I've got another one here. This brony is specifically calling out the haters. You pretentious,
3: elitist fools make me so effin' sick. Yes, I'm talking to you.
1: Guys, he's talking to us. To
3: you, the people who try to ruin everybody else's fun. You know what? I'm not ashamed to admit this. I-
1: I wanna fuck Fluttershy!
3: I am a brony. I am a fan of the show My Little Pony. Does that make you upset, huh? Does that make you-
1: No, it makes me smile and laugh.
3: Angry, huh? Does that make you wanna kick my ass? Well, to show-
1: Your voice makes me wanna kick your ass. The My Little Pony thing is just the cherry on top. There's not many asses I can kick, but I think I could take this guy. want to kick
3: yeah, my ass? Yeah, well, yes. it just shows how prejudiced you really are. What is so wrong for a man to like the show My Little Pony? Entertainment is all subjective, you know? You know, anybody can like any kind of form of entertainment they want as long as it doesn't hurt anybody else, you know? You know? Me liking My Little Pony does not hurt anybody else.
1: The guy's currently behind bars. My Little Pony was just a gateway drug to the real horses, if you know what I mean. A
3: guy liking My Little Pony does not affect anybody else in any way. The only way it would affect somebody else is if they themselves were so prejudiced and got so angry and made themselves crazy. It's the same thing with all these morons who hate the Twilight book series, you know?
1: Oh, I know. I am one of those people. So there you go. Some brony autism for your Wednesday. I got a couple real quick short clips I wanted to share with you before we get into the news. First up, a drunk girl getting into her Uber, except she's so drunk she doesn't realize she's just getting into a random dude's truck. Not her Uber. It's a man, a stranger. He politely tries to tell her to get the fuck out of his vehicle. Hey, I don't know who you are. Sounds like a like a heavy duty truck, right? Look. She hops into an eighteen wheeler. She is ignoring him, by the way. She's just like on her phone. Hey. hey, I don't know who you are.
3: Hey, hey, I I'm not your ride home. You gotta get out of my
1: truck. Hey,
5: no. You
1: gotta
4: get out of my truck. I don't. <laughs> my favorite part is just him going. Hey!
5: Hey!
6: You gotta get out
4: of my truck! I don't
6: know who you are! Shut
5: the fuck
4: up! No, I don't know who you are! No!
5: You're fucking Uber!
4: I'm not Uber! What the
3: fuck are you?
4: I work here! Get out of my truck!
1: I don't fuck get the fuck out! It's so funny, this is like a new problem. This is a problem that didn't exist ten years ago. As a matter of fact, uh it's the exact opposite of what used to be a problem creepy dudes coaxing you into their car to rape or kill you. Now people just hop in without you even saying anything. For rapists, they've lost something. It's called the thrill of the hunt. Alright, real quick, uh, the last clip I wanted to share with you is some relaxing piano music. Like one of those tracks you put on to uh, fall asleep to at night. Uh, piano music with uh, ocean sounds and stuff. All I'm saying is, I'm trying oh. to save humanity. I'm trying to I should mention uh, that Alex Jones is featured prominently in addition to the instrumental.
5: Almost the you are building a world in their own words.
1: what he's saying. This is almost like a subliminal track, but Alex is ranting uh, about alien invasions. zelk's music on youtube he also provided a link to his soundcloud page so if you want to listen to this in high quality i will provide that link on the show notes today those are some pure moods right there and with that let's get into the crazy bizarre twist right now If you like Distorted View daily, please consider supporting this show so it continues on for a long, long time. Best way to do that, sign up for the Sideshow, DV's member site, where you get full access to the entire archive of programs. This has got to be one of the longest-running daily podcasts in the history of the medium. We started in 2004, and we've been going nonstop. There are thousands of past shows for you to download in the archives. Even more importantly, every week we do exclusive shows just for paying members. Yesterday was a Sideshow exclusive podcast, and I've got another one scheduled for tomorrow. So be on the lookout for that. Great time to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Got some holiday deals going. $6 for a monthly membership. Only $60 for a yearly. Check it out. Superfreaksideshow.com. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. There are other ways to support the show. We've got a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar. That helps me out too. And finally, a store chock full of merchandise, including a bunch of new stuff for 2020. Check it out. Store.distortedview.com. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, got some exciting entertainment news. Jackass. Oh, I love those jackass movies. I don't know if it's just like I have the mentality of like a 12 year old. But to me, nothing is funnier than those stupid jackass movies. I love every second of it. And uh, great news for us, they're making a jackass four. These guys have to be like 50, right? I mean, the TV series was 20 years ago. I hate to say it, but these guys are starting to show their age. How exactly? well two of the idiots oh the biggest idiots steve-o and johnny knoxville have been hospitalized only two days into filming jackass 4 i'm guessing production is going to slow down for a while movie might have to be pushed back i hope they don't get scared and pull the plug on this project power through boys all right yes 20 years after the series first launched the crew has reunited to start production on the fourth film this has got to be the last one right I bet you they'll do the same thing they did with Jackass 2 and 3, where they'll film way more stuff than they're ever going to use and then come out with, like, Jackass 4.5 or something. You know, like, all the extra material will be turned into uh, yet another movie. Two of its stars ended up in the hospital two days into the shoot. Uh, Bam Margera, also a Jackass member, posted a video on his website revealing that filming had paused after uh, two days following Johnny Knoxville and Steve-O's injuries. The video explains that the pair were trying to jump onto a moving treadmill while carrying musical instruments. Quote, second day of filming Jackass and already Steve-O and Johnny Knoxville are hospitalized by jumping on a full speed treadmill with band equipment. Bam said in the video, speaking from a hospital waiting room, he then added fucking tubas. News of the fourth Jackass film was confirmed at the end of 2019, revealing the release date was set for March 5th, 2021. That's not very far away. Yeah, they're going to postpone that. Back in 2016, NME interviewed Jackass star Steve-O, where he talked about his hopes for a reunion of the franchise. I think the odds of a fourth Jackass film are virtually non-existent, he said back then. The chances of us getting together for an unrelated project are much higher And I know that myself and Johnny Knoxville are both working on separate films that will allow for us to do all the stunts and antics we're known for built into a script. Both movies have a Jackie Chan approach. Okay, I don't know what the hell he's talking about here. Which is story loaded with all kinds of physical stunts. We're in a race as to who can get our movie out first. I don't know what movie he's talking about. Johnny Knoxville did that movie where he was like an old man, right? A bad grandpa or something. Again, that interview is from 2016. My, how things have changed. Guys are reuniting for another movie.
4: This is not the
1: only sequel and or reboot happening. I've got some very exciting television news. If you're a fan of crappy 80s and 90s television. Remember a few years ago, they're like all these reboots happening. Like Roseanne was rebooted and they tried to reboot Murphy Brown and that didn't work. Then there was talk that Coach, remember that old show uh, with Craig T. Nelson? Coach was going to be rebooted. That never happened. Now I don't know if this is like some sort of like pandemic-related thing. Like no one is even trying anymore. But they're like, let's just reboot Night Court from the '80s. They're doing a Night Court sequel. That was kind of a funny show, right? I mean, there are reruns. You may have caught it. Uh, But uh, the one thing about Night Court is its theme song was um, "Slapping." I love I love songs that are like wow have that noise in it. Oh yes. This is the music I put on when I'm fucking. This is my sex music.
5: <laughs>
1: this just sounds like something that I would have sex to. <laughs>
4: Thrust, thrust. Da, 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 da. I just
1: came. Lasted thirty seconds. Oh, <laughs> there's the ending music. We don't need to hear that. The other TV show that's uh, getting a reboot is Head of the Class, and I'm pretty sure we talked not so much about the TV show Head of the Class, but the theme song. Yeah, it's the one that like starts out with like kind of classical music. And then it really kicks things into high gear about halfway through. It like becomes the most 80s thing ever. So much synth, synth overload. Anyway, that TV show's getting a reboot too. And you know, the first thing I thought of, this is just like a typical racist white guy thought. I'm like, oh, you know the reboot is just going to be totally multicultural. Like the original series, I I don't know, maybe had like one black person in the, in the classroom. <laughs> now you're going to have all sorts. I predict two black people, maybe three, an Asian, a Latino, and an Indian. Maybe one or two whites. The teacher will still be white, but maybe a woman. They'll switch that fucking shit up too. Why can't things stay the same? I like it when the majority of people are white in a cast. It just makes me feel safer, you know? You guys know what I'm talking about. All right, second story we have for you today. This isn't really news per se, because this, like, happened thousands of years ago. But it's just being talked about now on LiveScience.com. A man who lived in the lower Pecos Canyonlands of Texas, sometime between 1,000 and 1,400 years ago, may have died from a horrible case of constipation, according to a study of his mummified remains. To die of constipation, you really have to be backed up. So what did scientists find inside of him? Well, during the painful months just prior to his death, he ate mainly grasshoppers. So if any of you guys out there have a grasshopper-heavy diet... Make sure to balance that out with a lot of uh, fiber, prunes or something. Apparently, Chagas disease, C-H-A-G-A-S, which is caused by a parasite. Oh, God, so many big fucking words today. Tripensoma cruzi had blocked up the man's gastrointestinal system. That blockage caused his colon to swell to about six times its normal size. You know what you can do with a big colon, right? If you're gay and on a date, let me stimulate your prostate. Twist that wrist
4: sitting on my fist.
1: Look, that song, believe it or not, took a lot of work, so I need to get some mileage out of that. All right, you'll be hearing it a lot. Uh, the blockage caused his colon to swell to about six times its normal size, a condition called megacolon. <laughs> That's the medical term. I'm sorry. Let me read that again. Uh, The blockage caused his colon to swell to about six times its normal size A condition called megacolon The man was unable to digest food properly And gradually became malnourished The condition would have made it difficult for the man to even walk or eat on his own Researchers think that in the last two to three months of his life Either family members or his community Helped the man eat by feeding him grasshoppers whose legs had been removed. Oh, because the legs are the bad part of the grasshopper, apparently. Oh, and the grasshoppers didn't cause the constipation. It's like the only thing he could keep down. Maybe they thought that would help with the constipation. Uh, They were giving him mostly the fluid-rich body of the grasshopper. Ah, the squishable part. Ah! That's according to Carol Reinhart. I'm going to be sick. Professor in the School of Natural Resources at the university of nebraska lincoln in addition to being high in protein it was pretty high in moisture he's nice wet squishy grasshopper Uh, it would have been easier for him to eat in the early stages of his mega colon experience well that sounds like a fun ride at disney world come and take a ride and experience the mega colon experience A man named Guy Skiles found the remain, which had been naturally preserved and mummified by the arid conditions, in 1937. Wow, this is an old story. In a rock shelter near the junction of the Rio Grande, Uh, it was kept in a small private museum until 1968, when it was loaned to the Institute of Texan Culture. Scientific work was done on the mummy in the 70s and 80s, and in 1986... A team of scientists described the mummy in an article published in the journal Plains Anthropologist. I'm
3: a mummy. No.
2: You're
3: a mummy? I'm a mummy. Uh. You're a
1: man wrapped in toilet paper. But if you identify as a mummy, who am I to say you're not a mummy? His preferred pronouns are and brains. <laughs> no, no. More recently, thanks to advanced technologies, scientists could dig further into this man's mummified colon. For instance, in 2003, they said they found 2.6 pounds of feces inside the mummy, along with a vast amount of food remains that his body never officially processed. These findings, along with the size of his colon, it's magnificent, led the researchers to conclude that he was severely constipated and suffered malnourishment as his body couldn't properly process the food. All right, look, we've solved the case of this man and why he died. This article goes on for like another 18 paragraphs. They have a lot to say about his shit pipe. As my girl Sweet Brown says, ain't nobody got time for that. I've got real news to report here. Like our final story, a disturbing TikTok trend involving capturing seagulls with beach towels is sweeping the world. Yeah, we should just all die of COVID. Most of us just aren't contributing to society in a meaningful way. This is what we're up to. Let's fuck around with birds. We're always fucking around with seagulls. We feed them weird shit like Band-Aids and Alka-Seltzer. Trying to make them explode. Feed them X-Lax so they have uncontrollable diarrhea and shit on beachgoers. Now we're wrapping them up in beach towels for... I'm still not clear why we're doing that. but A recent video filmed on the popular app shows a man in Geelong, uh, a region in Victoria... Catching the unwitting bird on a beach. I guess it's over there in the UK. The distressed seagull squarked at the beach goer. Is that what seagulls do? They squark? No, that was a name for that sound. Uh, Yes, the distressed seagull squarked at the beach goer until he eventually set it free, much to the amusement of his friends. Another TikTok video shows a woman hiding under a beach towel while lying down in a hole she had dug under the sand. A trap. A seagull trap. When a seagull landed on the towel, she captured it briefly before letting it fly away. The bizarre trend went viral internationally after U.S. TikTok star Reese Kropp racked up more than 62 million views. This is what people are watching instead of TV. The series finale of Friends, one of the most popular TV shows ever, got 52.5 million viewers. More people watched A Random Idiot on the Beach abusing seagulls. I guess, I don't know what that says about humanity or how shitty the TV show Friends was. Silver Gull Researcher, oh, I'm guessing this person is not going to be happy. They, they're urging you not to wrap birds in beach towels. Silver Gull Researcher from the University of Wollongong, Dr. Beth Hoy said,
4: the trend is particularly
1: concerning because it poses a risk to the bird's safety. The person doing the trapping can't see the bird and could knock the bird out or break a wing. Dr. Ho said, or Hoy, said it's illegal to trap a seagull without a permit, even if it's let go shortly after. The process is to safeguard animal welfare. And no, a TikTok video does not count as a legitimate reason to wrap a fucking seagull up. Seagull burrito. Oh, by the way, even though that um, story comes from the UK, Geelong, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Victoria, that's it's Victoria, Australia. I guess it's in like um, southwest Melbourne. Some angry Australians calling into the voicemail line, correcting me. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails now and get the hell out of here. All right, I love to hear from you guys. And there are so many ways to contact the show show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash distortedview show. We've got a Discord where all the freaks are hanging out. I pop in there occasionally. Uh, we've got a subreddit, distortedview.reddit.com. Just so many different venues to post and share weird shit and talk to other freaks. Uh, remember, if you pledge at least $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. Don't have any of those today, so let's just go to the standard voicemail. Yes, caller.
0: Hey, Tim. Um, I'm not sure if I should say my name or not, but I've only ever called in two times. I don't think anyone. Is this is the
1: same person that called in yesterday and left some very disturbing information. <laughs> I
0: don't really know what my voice is or who I am, but anyway, I am a female pedophile. I think.
1: Yes, that um, would. My- be- that would be her. for that. She was like, so yesterday on the on the Boys of My Line, she was like, "Look, um, I was a pedophile, but now it's just like a non-sexual interest in little boy dick or whatever. Like, is something crazy like that? Maybe uh, she'll go, go into this a little bit deeper today.
0: I am a female pedophile. I think. Um, my reasoning for that is. Well, first of all, I started masturbating at a really, really young age. Like, I, That'll fuck you up. I found one of my dad's porno magazines, and then it just, like, totally spiraled
1: from there. I would look at cartoons, porn, and, like, bestiality porn ever use your own phlegm as lubricant? That'll let me know how fucked up you really are.
0: At a really young fucking age it was kind of fucked up. I think my dad molested me. Um, and I had this infatuation with
4: incest
0: and I guess that's where the pedophilia shit came in. Sure. Because I would only ever think about a dad fucking they're, like, really young kids Uh-huh Um I still think about yeah,
1: You've got daddy issues Well, you got a lot of issues About it
0: sometimes It's kind of hot am still really into incest Still kind of want to fuck my dad Um
1: It's sad when, like, incest is the most normal fetish Of all the stuff you're into
0: What else? Oh, it's gotten a little bit better as I've gotten a little older. Like, this,
1: this is better. Like right now, I'm
0: 22. Um, over the years, it's like toned down. So now whenever I see a toddler, like on Instagram or whatever, I'll be like, hmm. I wonder what a dick would look like in their mouth. I bet they want it.
1: Is this the same voicemail we played yesterday? She's going over a lot of the same information. Stuff like that. Um,
0: again, that's toned down. I have no idea where this came from. Again, I think my dad molested me, which is kind of hot. But anyways. Well. Yeah. Um, I have more stories about <laughs> me drunkenly trying to touch my dad's
1: Cock. Oh, and- thank God she said dad. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad it didn't go like, you know, someone younger. And like, try to press. And- oh, thank God you just wanted to suck your dad's cock. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. Call back in with those stories, I guess. I guess it's okay to play those, right? As I said yesterday, should I contact the authorities about this person? <laughs> Are you a sideshow member? That's the first question. If I, if I turn you in, am I going to lose money on you?
6: It is Sideshow member Bunny. I'm calling in, like, the middle of the night, uh, just catching up on shows and looking behind. You're
1: not a pedophile, too, are you?
6: Um, I wanted to call in in defense of Love Lady Cat Lady and her insane stories that are, I 100% believe, are true. Um, I
1: do, too. I, I don't think she's lying. I, someone called in. You know, she's, she, she started off saying all sorts of crazy stuff, and then she has... You know, evidence to back it up You know, she's got fucking holes in her mouth
6: Like, oh there's no way her stories are true yeah. I went to high school With her, um, I know her from high school oh. And I have met her mom Once, and um, that woman Is insane, I had no <laughs> idea about The past with her, her mom And um, I met her dad like once or twice um, But they're completely true
1: How's her dad, I, I wonder
6: And then you also Wanted to ask about If people had normal families um, my family is actually pretty normal, um, pretty regular. Actually, my dad used to drive uh, Love Lady Cat Lady home every Aww. day from school when we're in high school. And actually up to when he passed, he would periodically ask about her and how she was doing. Aww. And even my mom um, celebrated for her when she announced that she was you know, cancer-free and in remission. And I just wanted yeah. to put some positive
1: assholes post- out there who don't believe Love Lady Cat this Lady.
6: Line, I love your show.
1: Uh, got someone backing up her stories. Um, I love
6: Love Lady Cat Lady. She's great, and I love yeah, her too. She's, she's so amazing. great, uh,
1: uh. so nice. One of the, one of the one of the few. <laughs> That's not what I meant. You, a lot of you guys are very nice. The love Lady Cat Lady has uh, done a, a lot for the show, and, and her artwork is amazing as well. You can find some of it in the Distorted View Store right now. Store.distortedview.com. Hey Tim. I remember, I don't know what the fuck my name is. I want to let you know that that Irene voice. I'm afraid everyone is a pedophile now. That you do. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. What was that? Know what the fuck my name is.
4: I want to let you know that that Irene voice that you do sounds a lot like the skeleton you found at Target, the one that said, blah. Um. Yeah, I don't
1: even remember the Irene voice now. I did it a couple times. And that was it. It's October, like mid-October now, so you probably won't get this until... I don't even know. Yeah, it's like, I don't even
4: know. It's Christmas time. Yeah. But I thought that was funny. Uh, Also, I wanted to tell you that I I found a song on Spotify about a little kid singing all about his asshole. Uh, And I sent you the link, but I don't know often you look at your email so yeah please send it again i have to try to send it i'll to-
1: do a search for asshole but i gotta be honest with you there's a lot of emails with the word asshole you know in my account so yeah, i'll look for it but send it to me again that would be great all right that is all the time we have on this edition of the show want you guys to email me hey, show at distortedview.com sort is our official website voicemail line for you 206 666 4463, that's 20666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. You pretentious, elitist fools. Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Remember, I'll be back tomorrow if and only if you're sideshow members, so it's a great time to sign up. superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I will see you one more time and the week with the Friday show. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody.
3: this is
0: Barbara. I need a good knob to slob. I like to turn my trailer into a rockin' locomotive. Can you come over and throw some coal into my firebox?
5: This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrob Media Group. Learn more at Scrob.net.